The Spurs take on the Indiana Pacers tonight. Hopefully, they'll continue their winning ways. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kings 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, the Spurs are finally back in town after a long, long, long extended road trip, the roadie road trip. Spurs are back taking on the Indiana Pacers tonight. We're going to look at tonight's game, give a quick preview, then look back at that roadie road trip where they, they nearly went winless. They got that W in Utah where we're going to try our best to look back at that trip and try to find anything that was good. Yes, anything that was good in a rodeo road trip that nearly was a disaster. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. As always, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. Let's go ahead and bring in our guest. He is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. The man who loves to shop at Bucky's. What did you get this time? I don't know. Just some uh, peanut brittle and uh, some snacks for the kids. But I'm not the only one that likes to shop at Bucky's. I remember when Jeff, I took Jeff that one time. He was almost buying the whole store. You got to put, you had to put stuff back. Remember, I you did. had to pull over and put some stuff back. I don't need I it. I did. <laughs> I put back the, the baseball cap. I was like, what am I buying a Bucky's baseball cap for? <laughs> I put back, I think. It was beef jerky, I think, because there wasn't. Don't they have like a wall of beef jerky? Yeah, they had a whole bunch. Yeah, Yeah, but I just put back a lot of stuff. For those of y'all who do not live in Texas, Bucky's is just think of a a gas station times a hundred, with a practically a shopping mall connected to it. These things are massive in Texas, and their emblem or their logo is like a little. What is that? Like a beaver? It's a beaver. Beaver. It's a beaver, and I'm pretty sure you see the logo. Everybody, you know what it is. But, Joe, glad to have you back. It's been a while, but I know you've been busy uh, working hard and providing for your family. But let's go ahead and look at tonight's game, Spurs and Pacers. Joe, hey, hey, the losing streak is over. They take on the Pacers, but it looks like they may go back on their losing ways, Joe. What do you think about tonight's game? I don't know, man. Uh, (laughs) You know, the Spurs, they win one, um, and I'm fully expecting them to lose uh, the next couple again. So. You know, enjoy the the small moral victories as as where you can get them, Spurs fans. But the Pacers are currently 12th in the Eastern Conference at 28 and 35. They've more than doubled the win total for the San Antonio Spurs. The, the Spurs are still, I think, collectively in that second to worst uh, record in the NBA. So it goes to show you where the where the teams are going currently. So I I don't think it's going to bode well for the San Antonio Spurs fan faithful, but you're going to have the faction of fan who is actively advocating for the Spurs to lose. So the Spurs winning yesterday upset some Spurs fans because they think it's going to ruin their chances at getting the number one overall pick. But I don't, I don't blame them, Joe, because let's look ahead. Okay. So they got the Pacers tonight. Fine. That's probably an L, but the Spurs won against Utah and currently Houston is dead last in in the record. So basically they're the worst record in the NBA. Then you got those upcoming pair of Houston games. So you got the Spurs winning in Utah and then Houston that's practically going to gift wrap W's to the uh, Spurs. So, and I get it, Joe, you just got to finish 
with the one of the three worst records in the league. I get that it's equal percentage. But then you got Charlotte Joe who lost LaMelo Ball for the season. They're likely to start tanking and losing games too. I'm just afraid the Spurs are going to pick up these little chippy wins in these last games and push them out of the uh, top three worst records and then out of the contention for number one or number two pick. Joe, your thoughts? I don't think it's going to be that easy. You know, you would think that Houston will all but gift wrap these uh, these wins for the San Antonio Spurs, but the Spurs, they are that bad. You know, we've seen them have no consistency, especially like on this rodeo road trip, but we're getting into that kind of stuff. But seeing how bad this team has played as a collective whole, I don't think that anything is just a gimme at this point. I mean, I fully expect them to maybe split with the Rockets, but I highly doubt that they'll win both games. I mean, it might be a bad take, but I'm just being uh, completely honest and beyond just looking at what they have, you know, as far as the upcoming schedule, you have the Rockets Mm -hmm. back to back after the Pacers, you know, you have, other games that you you see them playing here mm-hmm. and most of the other teams they're going to be facing uh all pretty much have b- a lot better records than the the San Antonio right. Spurs and the Nuggets I mean come on man there's no hope there then you're going looking at the Thunder they don't have any answer for the Thunder they've shown that you know and then you have the Grizzlies the Mavs you have the Hawks again the Pelicans the Wizards the Bucks the Celtics the Kings the Warriors the Suns the Blazers and then they finish the season off again facing the Mavericks. The Mavericks at that point should, you know, already be no I guess they should know where they're gonna be at come the playoffs. So they'll probably be resting players. That one you could say, okay, that might just be a, a gift wrap for the San Antonio Spurs. But beyond just looking at these two upcoming games with the Rockets that, you know, one of them should be a gift wrap. Give me. I don't really see many wins coming in the Spurs future. It's gonna be hard pressed for this team i think to even win three games to close out the season that that's just me being honest yeah well as as far as tonight is concerned the uh, pacers they may help team tank for those fans that are on that side of the fence the uh, pacers have won two games in a row on the road so they're coming in on that two game road winning streak but you know the pacers are definitely finding their touch right now in the last couple of games they've have a higher three point percentage than their opponent they got a higher field goal percentage than their opponent in the last two games in this winning streak this little one they have uh the pacers so yeah and i guess joe you know it begins with that halliburton you know those the, the that halliburton man he's an all-star you know putting up good numbers uh, averaging about 20 points per game in 33 minutes. It's going to be interesting to see the Halliburton and Sohan matchup. I'm interested in seeing that, Joe. Your thoughts? Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton is going to be playing at a high level. On, unfortunately, you know, for San Antonio Spurs fans faithful here, I, I, I don't think it's going to bode well uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. I, I completely see that, you know, the Pacers are probably going to wind up uh, pulling away. Uh, late Mm -hmm. in the third or fourth quarter I think the Spurs might be competitive a little bit more competitive you know they might start uh, trying to tighten things up a little bit but I mean Tyrese Halliburton is just a different caliber player unfortunately for the San Antonio Spurs there's really no uh, player on here that you can say is a bona fide all-star you know let's be honest here there's no player on this team currently right now in this season that you can say, oh, they're just a bona fide all-star. They 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 deserve to be in the all-star game. You know, they're it's not an all-star, but say a superstar as well, you know. 
there's no person on this team that's mm-hmm. currently at that status yet. You know, they might be working towards that, but there's no one on this team that can just flat out take over the game, the, com- the complexion of a game and, you know, uh, change the outcome of the game. I mean, we've seen Keldon Johnson trying really hard, but he needs some help. You know, so yeah, yeah. He, he definitely I, I tried. Think, yeah. He, he definitely tried in that last game versus Utah where the Spurs got the W. You, know, you saw him wanting the ball, wanted to take over the game. And yeah. you know, he, he kind of got it done. You know, he played through that injury he had late in the game uh, to propel the Spurs to a win. You know, I'm looking at this Pacers team, and it's not just Halliburton. You know, they got guys like Buddy Heald, uh, Benedict Matherin. I like uh, get a guy's a solid rookie. You have Aaron Naismith. Yeah, they, they, got, they got Buddy Heald. So this team can potentially just light up the court tonight out in the AT&T. We're talking with Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast right here looking at tonight's game, Spurs and Pacers. When we get back, we're going to give our predictions about that game tonight. And then look back at the rodeo road trip. We're going to do our best to find any ray of hope, any ray of light in that awful, awful rodeo road trip. It was almost a complete disaster. Fortunately for the Spurs, they got a win to close out that extended road trip. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. It's the midway point of the season. It's here. The uh, NBA is winding down. Now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, really easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drains. You can even like make exclusive bets, you know, like two times three, two three pointers scored within the first three minutes. Yeah, have fun with it. Get yourself FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. The app even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So don't miss out on this chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash lockdown. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're back with Joe Garcia right here on Lockdown Spurs. He is with Two Shots Podcast. They're looking at tonight's game, Spurs Pacers, and then looking back at their roadie road trip and trying to find any, any silver lining in an otherwise bad road trip. So, Joe, uh, let's go to wrap up our chat about tonight's game, Spurs, Pacers. Now, look at the other side of the uh, side of the court. That's the Spurs. You know, they, they beat the uh, Jazz, snapped that 16-game losing streak, 15-47, and 47, handed it into tonight's contest. Uh, you, you know, if anything, Joe, I look back at that Utah game to close out the road road trip, and that was – that's been a long time since I've seen this team play nearly 48 minutes of basketball. Pop applauded them saying that, yeah, they, they got it. They got it done, played from wire to wire. Do you think they can duplicate that tonight versus Indiana? That's that's. I don't really see them um, playing very consistent. They've shown that the, the Spurs have shown that they're very inconsistent. And while they might show flashes here and there, it's hard for them to play a full 48 minutes, hence their record, you know, where they only have, at this point, 15 wins on the season. I just don't see that happening. While mm-hmm. they might be competitive for a couple of quarters there, the wheels will fall off come the third or fourth quarter. There's Unfortunately, there's just no consistency, and I see that trend continuing. Yeah. I mean, you look yeah. at the uh, numbers uh, for the month of February, last month that is, you know, through 11 games played, they only averaged 110 points per game. I mean, that, that's been – that's nearly their worst 
uh, month this year. Uh, their worst month is actually in November. They were the average 107.2 points per game. So, you know, you see a decline in production. You, we know the decline on the defensive end. We've seen it. Doug McDermott joked about it after the win versus Utah, saying that, you know, this team needs to be proud of itself because they played uh, defense. He jokes. He goes, something they haven't done in the last few games. The three-point shooting you know, climbed down a bit, down to 32% for the month of February, heading into the first game in March. Joe, yeah, yeah, I, I expect more of the same. I expect another L. And, you know, in the chase for the race to the bottom, it's not too bad if you're looking, if you're a play, if you're a fan, that is, that wants that number one or number two pick. So go Indiana. What's your prediction tonight, Joe? What do you think? Got to go with the Pacers on this one. I just don't think that the Spurs, again, are going to play consistent enough to be able to win uh, the game against the Pacers, which, again, they have almost double uh, the wins that the Spurs have at this time. And just the personnel that's on the actual Pacers roster right now is just, I think, uh, as far as quality goes, it's just a tad better than what the San Antonio Spurs have right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, the Pacers are going to win tonight. I expect it to be at least maybe a competitive game. You, know, you saw a little bit of competitiveness in, in that game versus Utah where they got the W. You know, I like that. You know, I guess, you know, the big thing, is obviously we're even mentioning it is the high, high probability that Devin Vassell will return tonight for the Spurs. Uh, Pop, uh, during the road road trip, did say that they're projecting for Vassell to come back from injury today versus Indiana. Do you think that gives the team a boost that maybe could get them a W tonight? Mm, I don't think it's going to be enough of a boost. I think what's going to happen is that you're going to see them play uh, more consistent probably for the first quarter or two. Uh, but then again, you got to remember that Devin Vassell does, in fact, come back and play against the Pacers. He's going to be on a minutes restriction. So Pop is going to sit him uh, on the bench for long stretches of, of time. So mm -hmm. that's going to kind of mess with the flow of the offense as well. Uh, De Devin and Keldon are arguably, you know, you're one and two. You know, I'm not arguably, but they are. You're one and two. They're the two best players that the Spurs have. Devin does make the team better. But again, being on a minutes restriction, coming back from injury, getting used to playing within the context of the game again and getting in that game shape, getting in that rhythm, it takes time, you know? So I wouldn't expect that he just comes in and automatically they're going to be inspired and they're going to play so much better for full right. 48 minutes to get the win. They'll be more competitive, but it's still going to be the same, the same result. Uh, another L. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I think it'll be a lot competitive. You know, the minute restriction is going to be there for Devin Vassell. Obviously, you know, there could be other guys out. We don't have the injury report as of this recording, but we've seen Trey Jones out for an extended period of time. We saw Malachi Branham get hurt late in the game versus Utah. You know, Keldon came up limp for a while during the game. He played just through it. Who knows if they sit him down? So, yeah, you know, injury is going to come to a factor. But Devin Vassell comes, you know, obviously that'll be great, you know, for the fans, for him to get back on the court. But, Joe, sometimes I wonder, is it even worth it at this point? It's even worth it to bring him <laughs> out at all. It is, it is, Jeff, because the thing is in these losing streaks that the Spurs have had, these long losing streaks, is you don't want the team to form those bad habits, you know, of inconsistent play. You want them to form some type of, oh. of rhythm, you know. And I think with Devin and being inserted back into the lineup, hopefully they can end the season with some confidence, you know, showing that we, even though they keep con continuing to lose, they can build up some consistency. You don't want them to end the season with just bad habits going into the season at the end of the season. And then 
in the off season, they work on things and then they play like crap again mm-hmm. um, the next season. You want them to end it on a high note showing that, hey, even though we're lost, we played better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that, you know, about Demo Vassell coming back and not really making that much of an impact. You're right. The minute restriction is probably going to do him in, knowing Pop and the coaching staff and the medical staff. But you're not the first person to say this. You know, say like, oh, I guess, yeah, Devin Vassell's coming back. Great. Like, all right, same old, same old is going to happen. I just yeah. find it very, very interesting that you and several other guests before you have said the exact same thing. All right. When we get back, uh, we're going to look back at that rodeo road trip and try to find any any silver linings. And Joe, the part of the game is you cannot say they won the last game. That You cannot use that as a silver lining. So we're going to look at that and uh, much, much more right here on Locked on Spurs. Back with Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Joe, thank goodness the roadie road trip is over. They nearly went windless. They won one. And that was out in Utah in that second game versus the Jazz. But Joe, let's going to look back at that uh, that stretch of games there and as you heard before, you cannot say, well, the right side is a one versus Utah. That's too easy. Okay, so give me your first thing. What is one bright spot in your list of things that you could take away from an otherwise poor roadie road trip? That they almost lost every single game, let's be honest. That only helps <laughs> your chances get closer to that number one pick. You know, that's the only uh, saving grace that you can find here in this horrid a rodeo road trip. This is probably the worst rodeo road trip that the Spurs have ever had in franchise history, you know, and it's a bad season losing. We, I think Spurs fans have grown accustomed to it. So losing almost every single game is one of the bright spots to me in a losing season. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess that is a bright spot. You know, they maintained they're one of the three worst records in the league. So yay, there's that. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. If you're you're definitely looking for the number one or, or number two pick, you know, that's right on the right path. For me, is seeing Jeremy Sohan just be a little bit more assertive. You know, not afraid to mix it up. You know, he shoved uh, what done the jazz player. You know, he almost got in a tussle there. He saw him being very assertive in that second game versus the Jazz, really coming into his own. I like what we're seeing. You know, that, that free throw shot. One-handed free throw shot is falling down with consistency now. Just really seeing him develop into his own right now. And it's not just him, too. It's Malachi Branham. I think that's been a revelation in this rodeo road trip, just how much of an offensive threat he can be. So for my first thing are the rookies. Just seeing those two rookies really start coming into their own and finding their ways, getting more assertive, getting used to the game, getting you know accustomed to the Spurs system especially for Branham, you know, really, really, I mean, fans are saying he should be considered uh, for the Rookie of the Month award. I mean, that's how much of a big leap he t- he took during the road to road trip. So for me, the first thing would be the rookies. Your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you want to see your, your younger core get some run, get better, get more consistent, and, of course, get a, a lot more experience in the context of these games. It's only going to help them uh, get a lot better come next season. So that's another bright spot is, you know, with, you know, the the losing, at least you're seeing Coach Pop be a little bit more uh, 
lenient when it comes to giving rookies more playing time because it's a different time, Jeff. I mean, back in the days, Coach Pop would not let a rookie sniff the court. They were delegated to what the G League, but the Spurs just have no choice this season. Just goes to show you the state of the team where Coach Pop is forced to play some of these rookies, you know, and give them hefty minutes. So that's a good thing. It's going to help the Spurs uh, in the long run as they start trying to build and get more consistent and get these rookies more, more, uh, let's say, minutes on the court and also more experience, much needed experience, because they need to find ways to close out games. Let's be honest, you know, and getting out there and, and mixing it up with the be better uh, players in the NBA is going to help them kind of hone their skills. What would be your second uh, best thing from the Rudy Road Trip? I'm going to be honest. I, I don't really see much beyond just getting those uh, <laughs> youngins some minutes yeah. here. I mean, uh, you look at everything else that they did on this rodeo road trip, and it was bad. I mean, when you're letting teams blow you out by 20-plus points, you're not being very competitive. You're falling behind early in the first quarter. There's no consistency on defense. There's no communication on the court. The body language is telling you they already feel defeated going into the third and fourth quarter. It was bad, you know, and I know Coach Pop was frustrated and he even voiced his concerns and, and called the called the squad out, you know, and told mm -hmm. him, you know, you, you need to play with some heart. And he was exactly right. He he needs to be able to hold them accountable. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, what do you do? I mean, you can only preach so long, so so much you have to mm -hmm. they have to start executing what they're learning. And I mean, it's just been one of those seasons like we we're talking about before we even came on on this podcast. I think we're all counting the days for this season to go ahead and come to an end. There's 20 games left. It's been a long run. I think we all need to go ahead and have a, a break and, and have a collective sigh and, and just have some, something to drink. I need some, some beer. I need a pour of whiskey. You know, it's been that kind of season, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I mean, outside of that, Utah went, excuse me, you know, you could pretty much predict how the team the team was going to play and whether they're going to win or loss just in the first half alone you you knew it if they were getting destroyed in the first half they were not going to have a chance if they were competitive up to halftime you knew something was going to happen or the wheels were going to come off in the second half i mean that's usually the way it went now the utah jazz game slash win that was an, uh, that was surprising i didn't expect enigma. them to do that they yeah that was an enigma i was like whoa what's going on here but nevertheless, that's been their thing this season. But, Joe, I'll give you a, my second best thing out of the Rudy Road Trip. That is Charles Bassey. And he gets the contract. He's getting minutes now, looking like that bouncy big that the Spurs have been looking for over the last few years. You know, you lost Pirtle via trade. Bassey's coming in, you know, blocking shots, uh, hitting even a little floater, a little, kind of like a set shot, put shot in the paint really athletic i like seeing bassy getting a lot more minutes in the rodeo road trip your thoughts joe yeah that's <laughs> another thing you just you just can't seem to make spurs fans happy no matter what happens you know the spurs go ahead and extend charles bassy they see something in the young man's like hey let's go ahead and extend him and let's let's be honest they're not breaking the bank with the young young kid you know right. and uh if they need to go ahead and move on from him, it's it's not really like the team's taking a big hit, but he is showing some promise here within the Spurs system. But yet you still have the faction of fan who's upset that the Spurs went ahead and extended him, even though he is playing, you know, pretty good. So, I mean, there's little things that you can look at within this losing season to say, hey, that's a high point. Hey, that might be good for the future of the team. 
But as a fan, you can't even get excited because as soon as you voice your concern, like, hey, I'm excited that this happened. Other fans are going to come for you and be like, well, they shouldn't have extended him. I don't see why they're doing that. It's, oh man, it's exhausting, Jeff. But I'm glad that they did extend Charles Bassey. That's a, a high point of, of the season, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely good to see. And also to a local kid, you know, out of St. Anthony High School in San Antonio. So again, really good news. But hey, look, we did it, Joe. We actually found some silver linings in a very, <laughs> very bad rodeo road trip. It, it was see? hard. It was hard. <laughs> yeah, these were fans. It wasn't. It wasn't a complete loss. I mean, look, you're still in the tank mode. You're still within those three worst records, and you got to see the rookies develop. Branham and Bassey, as Joe mentioned, you know, you know, salvaging it, you know, with the win versus Utah. But yeah, yeah, at least it's over, Joe. At least it's over. The season is starting to wind down. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about tonight's game, Spurs? Pacers, do you disagree with Joe and I? You think the Spurs actually get their second straight win? Could that happen tonight? Back in San Antonio, that'd be great, but something tells me that's probably not going to happen. And can you find anything else that was a silver lining in the Rodeo Road Trip? You can let us know. Joe, tell everybody about Two Shots Podcast. Yeah, we're going to be recording a new episode tonight, so look for that to drop sometime tomorrow, possibly in the morning. Uh, and it's going to be fun to be talking about, you know, not only San Antonio Spurs basketball, but a little bit of, a, you know, some some other topics here, maybe some movies, because I did see a screener of Creed 3 and also talk about the the win for our own very own San Antonio Brahmas, uh, who got a much needed first victory of the season over the weekend, over this past weekend. Yeah, how are the Brahmas doing? I know it's just two games and I try, I try to tune into one and one, game. Jeff. They're one and okay. one. <laughs> I heard that first game was a hor- horrible ending. Like, Ed just blew it. It has more to do with the rules, too. You know, it's really easy for teams to get back into the games when they're falling behind, you know, in this in this current XFL league. Uh, and it is what it is. I mean, unfortunately for the Brahmas, they just didn't execute as far as closing out the game the way they should have. And St. Louis came right, roaring right back and kind of took that win from them. But good recovery for the Brahmas as they went ahead and, like I said, got that much needed first victory of the season over the past weekend. For those who don't know, uh, the XFL is a I guess what, what they call semi-pro league. You want to say like that, Joe? Yeah, they have pro league. Yeah. yeah, they have some some players that were on practice squads on the NFL, and you know maybe even some that uh, as particular like the Rock had said, uh, there was one particular quarterback who actually gave up being a backup QB on an at the NFL level because he wanted to stay closer to home and play in front of his kids. So, you know, you have stories like that. So you have a lot of semi-pro players in this league. So it's going to be pretty good. All right. Well, check it out over at Two Shots Podcast. Joe is on the case covering the Brahmas and so many other sports out in San Antonio and, of course, outside of the state. And, uh, yeah, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. And check out Lockdown Game to Game, every NBA recap, every NBA game stat, everything you need to know. Lockdown Game to Game NBA is available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, just like Lockdown Spurs, Odyssey app, YouTube, iHeart, and the Ken's 5 Plus app. And, of course, the YouTube page. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. We'll be right back.